What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Nightmares Podcast, where we talk about all things horror, movies, music, in this case, uh, horror technology and the apps of the world. Um, uh, the uh, For those people who are checking out the new formats, we got the brand new studio, and also, we're only exclusively uh, interviewing guests and having guests on. We're no longer doing the regular podcast where it's just us blabbing away. We have a lot more fun with guests anyway. So I got the usual usual guy here, um, uh, Mr. Zach. What's up? They, uh, he'll be talking on and off. And, of course, the awesome, awesome creator of Slasher, the thing that Zach says all the time after every end of every podcast, just like this. Give Zach, give a, a quick demo. Actually, I'll tell you what. I'll lead you in. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Slasher. The thing for all, the app for all things horror, the creator of it, Mr. Damon. How are you, sir? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going, guys? The um, so I so if you want to, um, I gave you kind of an introduction, but if you want to introduce yourself because you may do it better than me, by all means. <laughs> Probably not, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Damon. I created um, the Slasher app. It, it's the social network that is designed uh, and built specifically for the horror genre. Um, so that's that's kind of why I'm here. <laughs> very, very nice. So we're very excited to have you. So, um, uh, so you know, I, I know that you were on the podcast before, um, uh, you know, almost coming up on a year ago. Jeez. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, very, very, you know, uh, you know, for those new people that are dropping by, um, if you wouldn't mind giving a quick, you know, history lesson um, all about um, how you got into this and, you know, and why you decided to, you know, obviously horrors touch your life in many different ways. You know, I know that you were a musician before, um, but it's it's. Most people either become, you know, mass makers or filmmakers or musicians in, in, in your case. But, you know, not many people think to develop an app um, around horror, even though it's a really damn good idea. So I'm curious about how you came to uh, uh, came to this. You know, how did this whole story start for you? Sure. Um, so I, I started getting into um, the conventions and all that stuff several years back. And um it, it was really like I, I I just wanted to go to every single one that I could get to, right? So um, I, I would uh, I became friendly with a lot of the vendors at them, and usually I'd find out about the conventions through them, because who better than to find out from? Um, so uh, it would turn out that I would end up missing some, or even they wouldn't know about some that maybe were newer, or they just didn't hear about the dates or whatever. So. I kind of said to myself, you know what? Um, I'm tired of missing these things. <laughs> so I put together a shared calendar for everybody. A um, bunch of friends. I, I just sent it out and said, Hey, like, you know, if, um, if there's any of these that you want to go to, let me know, we'll go together. Um, you know, if you want to bend at them, you know where they are, when they are. So it was pretty much every horror or horror related or adjacent convention in like the U S and Canada. So I, I, I found every single one of them for that year. And then, um, you know, as, as time went on, I would see more and more things um, going on, like um, how, how Instagram has effectively banned the horror hashtag, um, the way that Twitter has, has treated horror filmmakers and, and that sort of thing uh, by, you know, banning accounts over special effects. Um, so, you know, 
it, it really started to, to just bother me that, that those kinds of things were happening. And um, it, it was really, it, it was stifling artistic creativity that really certainly should not have been stifled in any way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fiction, it's fantasy, it's special effects. Um, you know, there's, there's really no reason for that. There's a lot of people involved that were being hurt, you know, whether it's directors, actors, writers, uh, you know, special effects, makeup people, entire um, studios, actually. The, um, yeah. I remember, I, do you, I don't know if you were privy to the, um, uh, the controversy surrounding the trauma Studios situation that happened, uh, I think about two or three years ago. I know, I know Zach remembers, remembers that because we had somebody that was on the podcast that kind of talked about that and talked about, you know, I think it was an issue with Facebook and how they got banned and, you know, it was a whole big thing. Yeah, yeah, we were talking to Daniel Frankenstein. He was making one of his. Uh, he was making his own feature. He was kind of branching off, doing his own thing. But he worked with uh, Troma for years, and I guess sure. uh, their whole either Facebook, YouTube, or hell, everything just got wiped. And it's yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? So, yeah, exactly. it sucks. Um, and and meanwhile, a lot of those same platforms will straight up allow like porn, and and it's like, well, if you're doing that, what what's really the difference here? Because you know, you're talking about special effects makeup, stuff that's that's 100% fake, you know, stuff that's generally even just rated R, not beyond that. And, and look, I've got nothing against porn, obviously, but... It, it, <laughs> None of us do. You're all good, brother. You're I, in good you know. company. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the fact of the matter is, why this weird, like, double standard where we're one thing is acceptable and, and one thing is not where, where the one that's, that's not acceptable is a hundred percent artificial. You know, why, why is it that, you know, like horror has always been horror and like metal music have always been like the, 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 the bastard redheaded stepchild of the entertainment industry. And, and, and I truly don't, necessarily understand that um you know and, and i get and i've talked about this in previous podcasts is in my in my eyes there are two different types of horror movies or a combination of the two it's either the the fun balls to the wall let's just like you know make it as crazy and as special effects driven you know as possible or right. horror that wants to say something now the level of success of what that message get gets across is not mm -hmm. is irrelevant to this conversation or you get a combination of both it's the difference between uh, Freddy versus Jason and The Shining. This is a genre that that talks about the deplorables of of human being a human being. So it, it, is it that people are shocked by it, or maybe people just don't want to face it? The um, uh, they don't want to face uh, darkness within themselves, so they'd rather not even discuss it. I, I think I think it's it's a whole lot of ignorance, honestly. Um, first of all. You know, you you have the people out there that are not understanding what horror is and what horror does, right? Mm. Horror has a lot of potentially positive um, benefit for people. Um, it's it's a massive form of escapism, and um, it, it's therapeutic for a lot of people, frankly. Um, you know, there, there are many of us who, who deal with like social anxiety and stuff like that. Just sometimes just massive stresses of everyday life. Um, and, and we need something 
that that's sort of the flip side of that. And and what's what's the flip side of that than just like you said, balls to the wall of horror. Um, <laughs> so I mean, you can have everything from um, The Shining, which is like really really deep, um, to you know like The Velocipaster, which is just like some raucous zombie. Yeah, there there's there's blood and guts and gore, but it's fake. You know, it, it's no more real than than you know the the puppets that you'd see in in Star Wars or Battlestar Galactica or anything like that. You know, so people need to stop blaming everyone else for the things that are wrong in society. Like, okay, why why are are, are is there violence? It's not video games, right? It's not movies. It's the fact that people were simply not raised with the understanding of the difference between should I do this or should I not do this? Um, and look, you know, I'm sure there's other factors there too, but, but to just, you know, across the board blame something else is, is just a cheap, you know, it's a cheap shot really. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think that, that, people need to take responsibility for, for themselves and the people that they send out into the world. Right. Um, it's, it's, if they're so concerned about whether a movie or a video game or, you know, other people have such influence over their kids or other people's kids or whatever, um, then it's time to step up and just do better. You know, um, well, yeah, and, and also too is that you know you're talking about a a very weak person at that point. I mean, you have if you're able to be so easily swayed by something that's you know fake right. and everything else, you have two you have either one of two problems. You are either a very weak person or you have you know issues. And I'm not disparaging anybody that has that has that has issues. You know that but but you know we, then we need to help those people and not let them you know lay waste to you know to yep. thinking that. That these are, you know, reality. The um, the, these pieces of art are reality. I mean, it, it, it's true. I mean, it, it's it's a that's a really difficult and unfortunate situation. That the fact is, yeah, there are people that are just disconnected from reality. Um, and and yeah, we we need to be on top of things. We need to be providing help to the people who need it. That's that's definitely important. But but society as a whole shouldn't be pointing the finger at you know, one or two scapegoats, you know, heavy metal is not the devil. Um, fucking horror movie. It's it, 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 kind of like, you know, um, the, the mom from the water boy, you know, it, everything is not the, devil. <laughs> the uh, um, Ben Franklin is the devil. Well, you know, it, it, I don't know if you remember like way, way back in the early nineties, um, Judas priest was sued, uh, oh, yeah. because because of that and and I love what their tour manager said like it, it like he's like metal's not about that at all if any if there were subliminal messages at all it would be buy more albums the um, <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be kill yourself that's their revenue source why would why in right. the world would they want to kill kill their other people who buy their albums yeah um there's there's and I get it Sometimes people are just so frustrated and at their wits end that they just don't know what else to do than just sort of flail around blaming everything else. I get it. Um, it, it, It's frustrating. It's, it's a difficult situation to be in, but the reality of it is, is that 
you know, if, if people are going to be swayed in such a way, it's, it's not because they saw a movie. It's because they don't have the values instilled in them to understand that they shouldn't do those things, you know? Um, and, and that's really the critical part. That doesn't mean, you know, that people need to be, you know, wrapped in this bubble wrap of like religion or anything like that to, to be good people. It's not the case. Um, there, there are, I mean, plenty of great people who don't believe in religion at all. Um, and frankly, it, it, it causes more violence and death than just about anything else. So, um, and I always find a deep irony in the, the fact that, that even uh, Jesus of Nazareth hated religion. He hated organized religion. The, um, the irony is so, so fucking deep there. The, um, yeah. uh, you know, and it, it, it's, it's, it, and the other fucked up part is, is that, you know, is you're attacking the very thing that's going to help a lot of people that to decompress from this stress. You're, you're, you're eliminating their outlets because you, because their outlets make you uncomfortable. The, um, you know, and, and that's, and that's the thing, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like, you know, if you don't like, you know, if you don't like what's being said, you know, there's so much variety of shit out there. Like you don't need to be, you know, be a participant within things and everything else. And if you, by the way, if you don't like what's going on, instead of bitching, maybe perhaps create your own thing and then see where it goes and see where it takes you. And it may change your perspective on, on how the world works. I mean, my, my opinion is this. If, if you're afraid of something, try to understand it better because chances are you don't. Um, and, and that's why it's scary because it's something new, something different, and you are resistant to that. Um, so the best thing anybody can do is, is, is at least get an understanding of the perspective um, and, and try to try to get it, you know, because what's happening is, is that by saying that something is bad, in, in, like just inherently bad, right? Well, what that's doing is that's putting somebody, um, that, that's making somebody feel alienated, marginalized. You know, we, we shouldn't have that. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people have, have joined Slasher and told me, hey, man, you know, like, I, I can finally be myself here. And, and, and to me, that, that's like, wow, like, shit. What, what are you going through life like? Like, why are you not accepted otherwise? That sucks. You know? Um, so I, I do take a lot of issue with these things because it's a whole lot of ignorance breeding ignorance instead of people actually trying to gain understanding and knowledge. So that way they can just stop blaming things that aren't really the problem. Um, and you know, it, it, it's, it's not a difficult thing to do, but people are so caught up in their own bullshit sometimes that, you know, there, there's, they just don't get it. They, they don't see that sometimes they are the problem. Um, that's gotta be and, a, a point of pride for you, um, uh, to, 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 to hear 
feedback like that and, and to say, you know, a, a, to say, hey, you know, this is a place where I feel like I belong and, and, I, and, I, and I feel I found a, um, a community. I, I, you know, I, I see the same thing and feel the same thing at the cons who are, you know, and that's yeah. the here's the, another twisted point of irony. The people, the horror fandoms, horror fans, are the nicest fucking people you ever meet. They're, they, 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 it's, it, it would, it would shock people that are, that are not, you know, and, and, and I, and not only are they the, the nicest people, they're also the most willing to help and willing to give information. I mean, my, it, it, just very quickly, my girlfriend was at, was at one of her, at one of the cons with me, but with the specific intent of going there to talk with artists about. Um, you know about how you got how they got into things and where she can go because she wants to go to, to the shows and, and sell her artwork and things yeah. of that nature and she I remember she pulled me aside and she said Mark I can't believe how much not only willing people were willing to talk to me but also take the time with a with a with a whole line behind me and and tell me you know, like hey oh well you know you can do it the way you want to do it but hey just so you know this is how i did it i started with this show and then hey here's the phone number of this person and here's the person that you need to talk to over here at this show and and she's right. like i would have never ex- i would have expected them to be nice but never in a million years be be willing to be as open with information and be willing to help with their dreams you know it's it's an an insane it's an insane thing i I don't think that's exists anywhere else well it's funny because there are some people out there that are banging a drum saying that, that there's no such thing as community when it comes to horror and you know my response to that is have you been paying attention like or are you just looking at like toxic online forums like facebook and twitter and shit like that like people who are in this community, especially at the conventions on Slasher and stuff like that, they're amazing. There is absolutely community around, you know? Um, and, and like, I think the incidents are, are more localized to certain places and certain things than, than just generalized and running rampant. Um, you know, I, I, come across very few shitty people on a regular basis. And I think when, when people are placed in an environment that is built around respect and like mutual understanding um, and camaraderie, well, you know, when, when you start to foster something, you tend to breed that, right? So if you're, if you're fostering a shitty environment, yeah, you're going to breed shittiness, right? Um, if, if you're fostering people to be supportive, to know that, hey, there's other people like you that also feel pushed away from, from mainstream society. And, you know, we, we just want to enjoy ourselves just like you do. Well, of course, you're going to breed that as well. So it really comes down to, well, what are you doing to change this? What are you doing to affect this? Um, so I, I, think, I think there needs to be a lot of... Um, uh, you know, people looking inward versus just, you know, blaming because it, it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything other than foster more. Um, so, you know, they, they say be the change you want to see in the world. It's, it, it works. It's a thing. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's misery loves company. It's true. Yeah. That's so if, true. If, if you're, if you're swimming in shit, you're going to be surrounded by shit. If you pull yourself out and try to do something different, 
then you're not going to be in that anymore. You're going to do something different. And what you do is what you'll be surrounded by. Um, you know, and, and I don't mean to, to, to get off on like some hippie tangent or anything, but I love it. it how, I love it. How this is like, this is like now fucking like, you know, it like, you know, it, hippie has become against like once again, against the mainstream, but these are not like, these are things. And you know what the fucked up part is? And, and as I was thinking, as you were chatting about this, I was, I was contemplating one simple fact and it's kind of scary is that, that there may be a strong possibility that horror is the last line of defense against a total corruption of our of our culture um uh, you know more specifically pop culture the um uh, you know there was a time when when movies and entertainment and music were the were the very things that uh, that uh, binded us together regardless of anybody's background political affiliations race creed uh, sexual identity whatever the case may be is and yeah. and and that has even been corrupted with the exception of horror, the um, for the most part, there's still you know there's studio shit and everything else, but like is it is it putting too much pressure on us to to identify that we may be the last community that that really you know that doesn't have isn't influenced by division and is and is accepting and bonding over this very um uh, you know um would some people would say perverse source of entertainment. I I think that regardless of if there is or not, there's always a commentary, whether it's subtle or overt, right? Um, Jordan Peele is great at that, um, for, for example. Um, he, he's coming out and he's in, in an interesting and, and not so direct way, holding a mirror up in front of you know, his experiences. And, and I think that's really cool because it, it, it gives artistic merit and, and it gives um, it gives commentary to say, here are things that I see in the world. But yeah, I mean, I think, I, I think um, that it's good to have different perspectives in life in general, whether it's in horror or otherwise, because understanding different perspectives makes us smarter and better people. Um, and that way, we're able to live and act intelligently versus just, you know, animalistically flail out at whatever is not matching up to um, what we would typically just hold to, you know. Um, so I think it's important for us to see different perspectives that, that people bring into a film, whether it's in horror or not, um, because it, it could it could open us up to just understanding something that we didn't previously or seeing things from a different way that might make sense a little bit more. Um, and uh, look, there's some stuff where it's just, it, it's completely face value. It's, it is what it is. And, you know, some people just want to beat you over the head with it. It happens. It, it's, it's just a funhouse mirror. That's all art is. It's just a funhouse mirror to society. Yeah. That's it. It, it. It's funny because, um, it, where I live, I'm I'm in like the the New York metro area, right? I'm in the New York City suburbs. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a couple years ago, there was this British company that was um, setting up a uh, one of their their uh, I, I don't know if it was a franchise or a chain or whatever it was, but basically it was a location to for people to participate in esports, right? Well, 
um, they were in the bottom floor of a local mall and they have their soft launch. The city comes in and so, goes. Hold on, hold on real quick. So uh, you said eSports? Yes. The, uh, can you, can you uh, just for anybody who might not oh. know what that is, can you, can you add a little bit more um, context? Essentially, it's, it's gaming, uh, competitive gaming, uh, video gaming. Yeah, that's, I, that's uh, what I figured, but I, I wanted to add a little bit more. It, uh, consider the NFL, but, like, video game related. Like, it's, like, the most competitive, like, uh, video game. Like, uh, Overwatch, uh, is it Fortnite and eSport now? I Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah Any major video game is, like, it's considered a competitive sport now. So, um, so, so this company, um, they, they do their soft launch of, of their, their eSports location, <clears throat> And on the day of their soft launch, they didn't even get to open, but they had everything set up and ready to go. Um, the city comes in and goes, oh, no, you can't do this. Uh, our arcades are illegal here. Arcades. A place to play fucking video games is illegal, is banned, right? Um, because some local religious leaders decided Oh no, we can't have this because it's 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 something that 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 um, promotes uh, violence and, uh, and and the types of behavior that that are undesirable in this community. Okay, fucking video games. When um, when was this? This was a few years ago, literally like three or four years ago. Jesus um, fucking so, Christ! So, so two things about this, right? One. Why did they even let them get that far in their construction and building out of this location? Uh, because that sucks. They spent like, I don't know how much money just setting up that location. Um, I think it was like a couple million dollars or something. And two, why the fuck are anybody in the religious realm having anything to do with legislation in a place that is supposed to be a little bit more elevated than, Oh, you know, this is bad. Meanwhile, Two blocks away, there is an entire strip with nothing but bars where there are cops that need to be parked permanently at night to deal with fights that happen regularly. Explain that shit to me. The, in, um, it's 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 insane. Like you know, here's the thing is too is in in, in the um and I and I'm a big um I forgot his name um uh, um Michael Francis. Um, uh, he's a, he's an old gangster from uh, from New York. He's got a pretty popular uh, YouTube channel. You know, he was uh, he's one of the boys. And he had a, it is a great book called um, uh, um, Mafia Government, and it's all mm -hmm. about how the government behaves like the mafia now, and oh. and it's amazing how how things how things like this you know are, are you know are targeted based on the the whims of extremist groups that legislation are too much of frankly pussies to to not to just just hey this is good for the community financially yep. I, I don't really care what you think they they fill out the permits they're an illegal business you know and, and not getting the whim and it sounds like that somebody didn't get paid because it is new york they um and they're just like chicago so somebody mm -hmm. a politician didn't get greased um uh, you know and or a a religious leader didn't get a donation um mm -hmm. uh, to their to their mega church um uh, you know or a and in, and in other cases, an activist group didn't get their their donation. Um, so so we're going to we're going to, you know, uh, rip up you know everybody into a frenzy. Um, we're going to picket places, which the mob used to do with the unions. 
um, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna we're gonna uh, disguise it under the guise of some type of moral reason, whatever, whether it be activists or whether it be religious groups, I don't care what it is. It's, it's all the same to me. The, um, yeah. and, and ultimately crush small businesses and people that have dreams and also people that could have been provided fucking jobs in a very, you know, right now in a very tough economic time, but because you had an opinion and you got your panties in a bunch, the, um, uh, you know, and somebody didn't get paid, you know, well, fuck those people. The uh, fuck the, the you know fuck the local community and and the money you would bring in. You know, and the less bullshit it would cause in the bars because we yeah. didn't get our wheels greased and we're going to cause a moral uprising. I'm surprised that yeah. more horror cons. You know, you ever notice this? How more horror cons don't get picketed? It, it it almost surprises me. The um how 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 more you know either you know activist groups come in because horror is quote-unquote mis- misogynistic and violent or religious groups come in and say how it is mo- evil. Mo- evil not moral <laughs> the devil's work whatever they decide and you know the uh, maybe they carpool on the way there i don't know the activists and the religious groups the um uh, the um uh, so you know it's just it's very you know that's such a fucked up story it's it's yeah i mean the the people i feel bad for are the people who went through all the effort to set that up spent all their money to do that just to be told, oh wait, no, never mind. Like shut down after the fact. Like you, you don't do that. Like there, there's got to be some something in place. But I mean, uh, apparently there was, there was something where they didn't quite file according to the way that they would have wanted them to. Like the, like they didn't categorize the business as an arcade. Um, so that was the issue. But the fact that that's even an issue at all is just like. That sucks. Um, it, it's it's and and all of the kids and people that that would have gone there and enjoyed that and had a place to connect with people who are like them, where they might have otherwise not left their homes. That that's that's really an unfortunate situation, and and I, I think that's the type of thing that's really just shitty and deserves to be shut down. Is is causing that kind of like terrible situation for people and taking away their choices. Um, that, that is a choice that should not be taken away. So what they're basically saying is, you know what, you can't play video games together, but what you could do is you can go get fucking wrecked at the bar, get into a fight and maybe go to jail for the night. Um, what, what kind of example is that? Like, and, and look, I have nothing against bars and stuff like that, you know, it, but I definitely don't support like, the fact that there have to be cops out there every night because there are fights all the time. I was going to say that's fucking ridiculous because it's like here in Chicago, we have, do you, so I'm assuming you have no beer cades in New York because apparently there's a law against having an arcade in New York. Like, do you have any of those where it's essentially oh, it's a bar that has arcades and stuff? So, so there, there's, there's barcade, there's, there's places like that. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so this is why. I, I'm completely perplexed by this whole situation. Yeah. The fact that they exist in other parts. I mean, I, but I think it's, I think it's a regional thing in the county. Okay. Because we're not in New York City. Um, so I do think it's a regional thing here. Um, but the fact that that's even a concern in any way, on top of the fact that we're, we're crossing that line over the separation that should exist between reality and fantasy, because, you know, 
um, I, I, I have no patience for that sort of thing. I, I, I just don't because, you know, you, you have these people that are claiming to be these, 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 you know, infallible do-gooders and they're not, they're, they're, they're absolutely the opposite. They're, they're fucking everyone else up for, for, for things that are not based in reality, if, if we want to be frank about it. Um, so, you know, these are the types of issues that, that I, I see and that I have because, you know, I was, I was never, you know, a, a popular kid in school or anything like that. Um, and, and, like, I see all these other kids that, that have opportunities to do things that you know, they, they, they don't socialize as much and stuff like that. And, and they, they prefer to stay to themselves or have the hobbies that they have that they enjoy. Give it to them. Like, what the fuck? And, they, and you know, and they wonder why that they're producing a mental, an entire generation of mentally unstable people because they've locked right. that locked them in the fucking basement, where they're alone with their own thoughts and and only the internet to comfort them, which is a warped sense of reality. It's not real. It's it, it's 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 theater. So instead of actually being allowed to be outside and and you know and corresponding and communicating and socializing with individuals, right. and, and 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 I think that that's you know, Damon too, and, and to to get to get back to. Shut up! The the, 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 <laughs> dude, the government's after us. Um, I, the, the, that bitch is listening to us. The um, uh, I know it's everything else. Run, America, we love you. The uh, the <laughs> we're okay with it. Um, uh, no, fuck that. Um, uh, no, I don't care. I, I have too much of a of a punk rock streak in me. Um, I, the but that being said, you know, I, I think it's very interesting that you've developed an app that kind of gets back to what the purpose of technology and social media was supposed to be, which was bringing about a community and bringing about a, um, you know, a way for people to connect that normally wouldn't have connect. Now there's goods and bads on both sides of that, but, and also more importantly though, is, um, is, is taking that technology and being able to meet out in the real world and knowing that person, you know, now in the real world, you know, and, and it's become this, very sad world where only people connect with technology and they and they exist in this little warped sense of reality like it was the commercial for the metaverse where it was two neighbors that were now i don't know if you've seen this two neighbors that were next to each other and and they literally were connecting in the metaverse and everything else and they were they were getting becoming great friends and everything else but they would pass each other in the in the hallway every day never wave to each other and everything else right. but they would connect all the time in the end of the commercial they never fucking meet ever and I'm like, and, like, and people are celebrating this commercial. And I'm like, this is a fucking tragedy. <laughs> this it, is horrifying. Um, the, the metaverse actually is, is something that I am personally not a fan of right now. Um, I get it. And I get that there is potentially beneficial application to it. But what they're trying to do is something that is not for the people that need it. They're trying to push everybody into it. So it's going to, the world is going to end up like the movie Ready Player One, basically. Um, you know, you're going to have neighbors. You're going to have friends. You're just not going to have them in real life. Um, and, and you will be stuck in this, you know, everybody's like, well, not everybody, but like, the he, he say, you'll see people post going like, are, are we in a simulation? Not yet. <laughs> We're on yeah. a way. We're you're going away. to be if, 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 if 
you if you decide to take part. Um, you know, I, I think I think the internet is phenomenal for for people to being able to connect, right? For people being able to share ideas. Um, the way it was originally designed, I mean, was was for for scientists to share ideas and and information and to enrich their knowledge and life in general on Earth, right? Um, and and I think that a lot of that is still very 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 much alive and well. Um, I think that it's become bastardized quite a bit because you've you've got nefarious groups who are trying to use it um, for personal gain um, versus um, societal benefit. You know, um, I, I look at. Um, I look at, at Facebook and I go, this is just a cesspool, man. Like, like there, there is, it, it, it was, it started out as something really cool, a way for people to stay connected, right? Family, friends that aren't close to each other. Um, <clears throat> so now you've got a, a, a way to, to stay in touch, to keep up with each other's lives and, and all that sort of stuff. If, if you're, remote, you know, you're in other countries, you're, you're too far away from each other. Um, you just maybe don't like to go out, you know, whatever it may be. That was amazing. Right. Um, you have a, a way for people to connect in meaningful ways. Um, but then, you know, you, you have these elements now that are basically fostering a society of, of addicts. Of, of well of, of disrespect well yeah that too but you know um, you know and you then, know yeah not reality i mean you know you, the, the shit you would say over the internet and everything else you would never say to somebody's face or at least most most of us would never have the balls to do it i right. would if i really hated somebody that much i would tell them to their face they um but you know but you know but it, then also too is i'm willing to accept the consequences of the fact that somebody might try to take a swing at me I mean, it's, it, I mean, this. I mean, that is the reality of it. Like, you know, if I, if I, if you piss off somebody enough, although you know, nowadays, you know, who, who the fuck knows? You know, I think people, you know, people would have no idea how to, you know, they, how to present the conflict. You know, they, that uh, the couple of those crazy guys on 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 in Facebook and TikTok talking about the snowflakes test, saying that if you know, if uh, if somebody literally spit in your mother's face, like the millennials. They would, you know, they were given a choice of different options. One of them would be to try to understand why the why the other person spit in your mother's face. They mm. um, uh, opposed to and, he's, and the one guy's like, "What the fuck does that have a anything to do with it? That dude spit in your mother's face, punch them in the fucking face." They um, uh, they uh, or or disres or or grabbed your you know my favorite one though they did a little bit of adjustment or grabbed your girlfriend's ass. They, um, uh, that's a, that's a real fire way to, 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 to knock somebody, you know, into yesterday, the, um, or tomorrow or wherever you want to knock them and everything else. So, you know, right. it, it's, it's amazing, you know, what people in their distorted reality f have the balls to say on, a, on, you know, online versus in reality. I mean, like you said, people don't do it in reality because they're nice and safe behind a screen. Yeah. Um, they, they don't have to deal with consequences because there aren't any, you know, words on a screen inconsequential when it comes down to it. Right. Um, they may suck. They may be shitty, but what are they ultimately going to accomplish? Nothing. So, um, so it's, it's really just a bunch of people like beating their chest and spinning wheels when there's 
no reason for it. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like when, when you have the ability to provide a benefit, right? People who would not otherwise necessarily be able to, to meet each other or connect that are, are similar, that, that can understand one another better and, and not, and, and not to necessarily form a, a group that just isolates themselves from everyone else because they're this group of people who understand each other, but, but because they're coming together and they get one another on a level that other people don't and provide a level of support and, and, and usefulness and benefit to each other. Um, I think that's a big deal. You know, um, I, I always wanted to really just bring people together and to connect them and help them find one another. So that way they can enjoy themselves together and do interesting things, do fun things and, and just enjoy life. Right. <clears throat> because if, if people aren't doing that, if, if people are just miserable, then what are we doing? Um, <clears throat> not much. No, I, you know, sitting here in, in, in addiction land and, and everything else and, 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 and just not progressing forward and, just frankly being fucking miserable you know it's 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 an unfortunate circumstance yeah it's it's not beneficial it's not um so you know i i really do like to see people enjoy themselves i like to see people happy i like to see people have opportunities to to do things that maybe they didn't have before they didn't realize they had before um so i i think providing that instead of roadblocks is is really um something that that people can and should benefit from you know i I don't think it's it's not all about you know how how can people make the quickest dollar it's about how can you enjoy this moment what can you do right now that is worth doing absolutely Um, and you know people people can find success they can learn to be successful They can find other people to to do that with, sure. Um, but are they happy doing it? Are they enjoying what they do? Um, my my old my old man my old man said um, the ultimate Reaganomic um, capitalist. He said, "Always do what you love, and the money will follow." It's like don't worry about that. Just do, just do what yeah. you love to do, man, and then everything else will. You know, obviously, you got to be smart, but like it'll it'll square itself out eventually. But you know, finding something that you love to do that other people will love that you're doing it, and and trust me, he's like the the money and all that shit will fall will fall into place. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and and I agree with that, and and I want to to build a a place that fostered creativity right um that 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 gave people opportunity like i said that that gives us a place to go um i i I really always wanted to do this and i never did but these people are kind of making me feel like i can um so by fostering that creativity and, and the the artists and the artistry and all that stuff um i think that people will start to do those types of things. Like you're saying, like they're, they're going to do what they love and they're going to try it. You know, it may be slow. It may be testing the waters, dipping their toe in or whatever, but getting there is really the the critical thing. Right. Um, So hopefully people are are able to see that, you know what, I, I, 
can try this and I should try this because there are people here that maybe, you know, will like what I'm doing. Maybe they'll give me some, um, some feedback and I can go out and, uh, evolve and, and, and improve and do better and better and better until they're like, you know, until they're the, the next big filmmaker or, or artist or author. Um, <clears throat> So I think things like that are just really, really important because that that's that's useful, that's beneficial to provide. Um, you know, not not roadblocks to say, well, you know what, if you can't do this or you shouldn't do this or there's there's no money in this. Um, does there? I mean, yeah, of course there needs to be to some degree. People need to be able to survive, but can you still enjoy your life doing something that you like? Um, and I think most of the time the answer is yes. Um, people just have to understand how to get there. Um, and, and I think that's really the key thing is just getting people together and showing them, you know what, you can do stuff. Um, you should do stuff. Just think about it and try it and see. Um, and if, if you love it enough, then you'll, you'll refine and you'll try again and keep going and just, you're enjoying yourself either way. Right. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that's a really powerful thing. Um, and, and I think really in general, um, society can benefit from that, not necessarily just the horror genre, you know? Um, I think that there's definitely a lot of people outside of that who can benefit, you know? Absolutely. You know, the, um, there was a great quote to, um, uh, motivational speakers, big bodybuilder guy. I forgot his name, but he said, uh, he said, do you know where the, the most talents lies in one place? The graveyard. The, uh, <laughs> the most, the most unrealized potential is in the graveyard. The, um, sure. and people who were too afraid to take the chance and, and, and really try to give and, but, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, you know, people do need, reassurance people need other people i don't give a shit what anybody says people need other people the um even okay. if it's just one person and everything else people do need other people um uh you know and and the um and i slowly uh uh morph zach into needing other people coming from the the hermit that he was and now he's fucking going to cigar lounges and smoking cigars with me and the um and going out the bars and and he's like it's like it's like i fucking hate you 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 show me how light how good life can be the um uh, him and a couple other him, his, his i buddies. miss my cave the um uh, yeah well now that he knows that there's a whole world out there you can't go back um but you know it, it, it's but you need to to foster a um a community that 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 can allow you to do that especially when you have something pseudo site specific like horror you know, you need because it's outside of the box of of the normal realm of things. It isn't isn't like doing normal art or being a normal filmmaker or a musician. You know, it's something very site specific. It is it's not overly specific. Like you know, I guess if you wanted to do, you know, your whole life passion was Japanese te- uh, uh, tentacle, um, uh, you know, horror, not porn, but horror. The um, I guess if that's your thing, like I mean, that might be a little bit more site specific, but um. Horror is one of those interesting things that it's it, it's site specific, but everybody knows it. The um everybody knows horror, but it's site specific if you want to be involved into it and a fan of it and and be involved in and heavily ingratiated into the community. Um, uh, you know, yeah. so so that's what you've offered to a lot of people and you've provided to a lot of people. Yes, I mean, so basically, art is is designed to elicit thought and emotion, right? So 
you know, you could make any kind of horror movie. If, if your goal is to elicit emotion, you know, if, if you want to instill fear into somebody or, 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 you know, um, you know, the, the, somebody escapes at the end, uh, and, and you want to sort of instill a moment of joy or whatever, you can do that. You know, you, you're basically like a puppet master pulling the strings of people's emotions. I mean, you can do that with any movie. Um, so, you know, but there's something so primal about, okay. about horror. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's part of the lizard brain. So, you know, as yeah. we've discussed in several podcasts, I mean, it's in the lizard brain. So, you know, the, um, you know, when you can tap into something that's so primal, that, 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 that could be, a, that could be even more powerful than almost any other emotion. Yeah. Well, I mean, when, when you're dealing with life or death, there's really nothing more primal than that. It's pretty black and white. It's pretty yeah. black, black and white on that point. Yeah. The, um, so, so shifting up a little bit here, um, uh, you know, I, I know that you had a few, you know, a few exciting things and new things, you know, that, you know, that you had messaged me and you said, you said, Hey, great timing, you know, of, of you reaching out. Um, I got some new things to discuss and, you know, cause I, I know that it's been a, you know, maybe a year and some change since you've been on the podcast. So, yeah, yeah. so, so what's, so what's going on with the app? You know, what are we uh, evolving and heading towards there? So, um, we are working on the website right now. Um, it's coming out this fall. Um, Ooh. Awesome. Yeah. I know so I know Zach is very excited because he has been wanting a desktop version for a while. This is nice yep. to hear. I appreciate this. <laughs> I'm glad you like that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty wild. I've I've spent more time developing the features that are going to be in the website than I have the the app. There's a lot of stuff that's coming. It may not roll out all at once. It it may be, you know, stepped feature at a time, but, um, the, the website is, is coming very, very, very soon. Um, and, um, basically it's, it's ultimately going to have more stuff in the app. Um, so what we're doing is we're going to shift our, our focus a little bit to the website. Um, and then we're going to release all these really cool features over, uh, hopefully a short period of time. Um, and then we're going to rebuild the mobile app. Um, so the website will be where everyone's going to ultimately want to go for a while. Then we're going to completely rebuild the mobile app. Um, and the, then they're both, both going to kind of be in sync with each other with, uh, as far as all the new features go. So I'm, I'm super, super excited. There's going to be a lot of stuff uh, for everybody now. Um, you anything know, I know I can, we, anything, anything I can go to you into uh, uh, premiering right here on the podcast. I mean, there, there's going to be a lot, man. Um, I, I know one of the things, there's there's going to be a section for podcasters. So we're going to basically create well, a nice... There's, uh, there's Zach and I on the wide going, yeah! They, uh, they, I'm very, we're, yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, definitely. There's going to be a cool directory for podcasts. Um, people are going to be able to have listings of, of their shows. They're going to be able to uh, share them. People can rate them. Um, you can get feedback, you could post, um, you know, your, your episodes will, will just come right in just like they do on all the services now. Sweet. Um, so there's, there's going to be a lot of, of, of ability for, uh, for all the podcasters. Um, so, so that's, 
I wanted to ask you a question about that feature. So will we be uploading directly to Slasher or will it be through like Anchor or something like that? So how will that work? It's it's going to be through the way that you're doing it now. Um, okay. if, if you're if you're posting to your site, if you're if you're posting your, your RSS, we'll get it. Okay, sweet. Yep. Thank you. Nice. And and I'll, uh, so, all right, I, I do have one question, though, because I know that this has been brought up before. The um, Because uh, nothing, you know, part of me, you know, it, would love to just exclusively, you know, um, post some content directly onto Slasher. Will there be a point in, you know, five years, ten years where, where you will be able to upload videos directly to that? Or is that just not in your plans i mean because technically you know because on your email it says it says slasher.tv so there is i was like you know i, I was like there's something to be Ooh. said there you know i'm like you know that th- th- this might turn into something you know a little bit bigger um you know down the road and you're smiling so obviously there's something in the uh, something in the back of your head over there i mean there's there's easter eggs everywhere people mm. just haven't really picked them out yet um so that that's that's really all i can say oh fair enough copy that I, yeah, I, I, I like to have a certain degree of mystery because I don't necessarily want to say how much or how little of anything there's going to be. Um, I, I honestly, I picked the TV um, top level domain because I figured, you know what? People associate horror with, with movies. So this is an easy way to do it because .com was taken and they wanted like 10 grand for it. Holy uh, shit. It's a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the um, uh, I'm sure the um, uh, the uh, maybe 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 you get up to that to that big that big awesome money and be able to get it someday. The uh, so it's off the ta- it's off the chessboard. I'll send you this clip. So if anybody ever asks why you chose .tv versus .com, you could just be like, refer to this clip. The um, uh, yes, refer to the ten thousand dollar pay you know a pay that I would have to <laughs> shell up to get it and everything else. And now now they know that you're you're active. So they're like mm, we're gonna we're gonna keep rising this value as your as your stock goes up, that price goes up. Yeah, I, I honestly I I just I'm pushing so hard because. I just want to see how high it goes <laughs> 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 because I'm not buying it. <laughs> the um, uh, that's one way of doing it. The um, that is a that is a that is a testament, sir, to how successful your app can get, man, to that price. I tell you what, the um, that might be something that might be something fun that I do. The um, I'll check it like every quarter and everything else. I'll send it to you. <laughs> the um, I was like, brother, it's a. Brother, it's up to twenty grand now, man. Your stock's going up, man. It's going up, brother. The um, uh, oh the uh, we're gonna God. be we're gonna be um, uh, the uh, we're gonna be offering them public shares pretty soon. Right. <laughs> the um, so you know, it, it, so you know, um, okay. So let's let's chat really quickly too about um, and and again, it might we might delve into some areas where you can't necessarily do it, but you know, when you started this whole thing, you know. Besides community, you know, and, and everything, did you have an ultimate goal of where you wanted to get to? The um, uh, did you want to get it to a certain? It was it a size goal? Was it a was it a vision goal? You know what what, what what's the ultimate? You know, if, if, if say for instance, I handed you, you know, a, a, a you know a half a billion dollars, the um, uh, and and I, and I, I can't, I don't have, I don't have a dollar, but um, uh, you know, to give you, although. When you do become public, I want to know because I'm going to be in that in that initial public offering. Um, uh, but 
nonetheless, <laughs> if you know, if, if if you know, venture capital came around and, and said, hey, we love this, you know, here's you know, quarter of a, uh, um, uh, you know, quarter of a billion, half a billion, whatever the case may be, is it's it's honestly not the first time the venture capital has just thrown shit at fucking apps. Um, it happens every day. So I'm very curious on you know what would be you know those steps and what would be your ultimate vision if money wasn't an issue. Sure. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to have people offer to invest. Um, so that's that's really, really cool. Um, so uh, I don't have any final deals with anybody yet. Um, but everything is 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 always a consideration to me. I always look at everything. I take everything seriously. And, you know, I do try to plan ahead. I do try to be somewhat strategic about things and smart about things, um, you know, because I want to keep this going for as long as I possibly can. I want to, you know, I want to build horror. I want to foster the whole, whole genre, really, you know, um, and I want to be a part of the, the cog in the machine that is is elevating it. You know, we have so many awesome uh, publications and websites. Um, I want to do my part in this too, and, and really just keep help, helping to elevate it um, and create a, a great space for people to enjoy and to uh, use as a resource to find more stuff, you know? Um, but uh, yeah. So in terms of goals though, I mean, I, there's a lot of goals, right? Um, if you were to say like, where do I want to be in five years? You probably won't recognize what we have today because there, I I've already planned things out like a few years ago for how I'd like to do things, what I'd like to encompass. Right. We're, we're not even anywhere near, um, starting. So like I, I have enough stuff to do for five years or, or possibly even more. Um, this is, this is a very big project that's not just one thing. Um, it, it's, it's this amalgamation of all different things, right? So you can look at it and go, well, you've got your, your social aspect, right? You've got the feed. So that's kind of like, uh, your, you know, your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever. Um, you've got the movie database, which is kind of like an IMDB or, or a letterbox or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the dating feature, which is kind of like a Bumble or a Tinder. Um, so there is just going to be more and more and more that, um, that's really just sort of branching out in all different kinds of ways and touching all different kinds of aspects, um, that, that frankly people are, are just not going to expect. Um, and, and that's something that I like because I want people to be pleasantly surprised by, wow, you know, you're, you're doing this for us. That that's really like a huge help, a huge benefit. Um, and, and that's what I like to do is I like to give people stuff that's useful, right. Um, and, and stuff that is meaningful in their lives in one way or another. Um, so, you know, Feature-wise and, and company-wise, there's definitely so many goals. Um, you know, I, I have goals as granular as, oh, you know, I'd like to reach X number of users by a certain time. Um, I'd like to have, you know, X number of features out by a certain time. And I want to have a certain number of people, you know, enjoying those features by a certain time. So there's there's all these things that, that just have to 
you know, come together like all these different puzzle pieces. And it's, it's interesting because things change, things evolve. So, you know, I, I have to constantly pivot and, and do other things to make sure that I'm taking care of what people really need at the time and, and make sure that I'm sort of getting ahead of things so I can, um, I can deliver the things that I'm trying to deliver in, in a way, in, in a time and in a way that's going to work for everybody. So there's, there's a lot. <laughs> um, wow. It's, 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 it's going to be dope. So anyway, I so we, we test yeah, that. the, um, um, so why choose slasher over all the other social media apps? Sure. That's, that's a really good question. I mean, obviously if you're a fan of horror, if, if you're a professional in the horror genre, um, this is this is where people are. This is where horror fans and, and, and professionals are coming together. Um, it's 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 a really robust and active community, and we're growing all the time. Um, what some of my favorite things are. Um, one, one thing that people don't realize is that if you're coming from like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or something like that, it's really hard to build followings there. Um, on Slasher, you will grow your connections faster than any other social network. Um, and, and you'll, you'll be able to do it organically and easily. Um, we have features that, that they don't have that make it super, super simple to connect with people very quickly. Um, and I mean, it, it's, it's been massive. I saw one guy came on and he had over a thousand friends within 24 hours. That's um, insane. And, and it wasn't it wasn't chance. It wasn't algorithms. Um, it was just people wanted to connect. Um, so for the, the record, is, I just added three people as he was saying that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool thing is, you're not just following somebody. They are also connected to you. So it's a mutually beneficial thing here. So you're going to see their stuff. They're going to see your stuff. That's that's how it should be, in my opinion. Um, and, uh, you know, now we're, we're sort of leveling the playing field with that. Um, the other thing is, is that there are no post algorithms. So instead of making people bust their ass to come up with, with content all the time, um, if you post something, it will show up on the timelines of everyone you're connected with. Um, they just have to scroll past and see it. Um, so that, that's really the only thing. So if, if you post, it's getting, it's getting to a hundred percent of your connections. It's not going to 1%. It's not going to 10%. It's going to all of them. Um, so imagine that the kind of reach that you would have not having to play games on Instagram and figure out their algorithm every time they change it or you know, pay. they're making it work or pay, them. right? And it, it's, it's basically pay to play or you work for them. And it, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I think that's a huge ask for anybody. Um, you know, I want to make sure that you can come in and, and do what you want to do and people can find you, people can see what they want to see and enjoy your stuff. Not that you have to slave for it because that sucks. You know, we're not trying to make people like bust their ass to be seen. Um, you know, you make your connections and people are going to scroll. And if you create stuff that they like, they're going to keep going and they're going to check you out more often. 
Um, you know, we're, we're not making it a challenge. We're not making it a hurdle. You know, we're trying to knock that down for everybody. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's something that I think is a big deal. Um, you know, cause we're, we're really making it easier. And it's funny because a lot of people see that and they're just like, yeah, I don't know. And it, because <laughs> it's, it's so easy, you know, they're, they're apprehensive because it's so easy sometimes. And it's like, no, it's just that easy. Like, it's fine. You don't need to like bust your ass for this here. Here it is. See, I always joke. I, I, I know when I tell people that I was like, it's like, it's like very old school Facebook. Like that's how Facebook yeah. was back in the day. The yeah, it was yeah. very much like just hey, hundred percent of what you see, you know, it, it, you know, it very easy to, to to get friends and everything else. It wasn't the algorithm was far more simplistic back in the day than it is now. It's 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 so diluted and moved around and and used for you know a lot of other profit you know motivated things of you know they've 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 milked it past advertisements i mean and again you have advertisements too the um uh, that are on there you know so i mean you that's how everybody makes money but you know, it's gone way past that it's gone way past into some other like every angle is is for the purposes of uh of of just making money like you know and and, and it's also it, it it hurts more when it's blatant the, um, everyone loves to buy, but nobody likes to be sold. Yeah, it, it, you're right. And I completely agree with that. You know, we're, we're doing our best to keep everything fair and reasonable. You know, I, I don't, I don't like a lot of these, these methods of like, well, um, your views are going to drop if, if you post the link that's going to take you off of our app. No, if you post the link, you post the link. If people like our app, they're going to come back. If people like your content, they're going to come back. We don't have to lock people into this walled garden of, of our app to get people to stay and to monetize people as much as possible. That's not the goal here. The goal here is to create something enjoyable and useful. Um, and and all these other sites and apps, they're they're trying to figure out every possible way to keep you there. Right. And also, more um, importantly, keep you in, in within the bubbles inside of right. the app, you know, and not explore other ideas and other points of view. And, 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 and you know, and you're just saying, hey, no, everybody's available to everybody. Like, I'm not going to put you into a box. I'm not. You know, and, and also, too, at the same time, like in this kind of realm, it would seem it would seem almost arbitrary and silly to do that. Well, like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to sell uh, separate the, 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 the K horror fans from the J horror fans. <laughs> The fuck are you gonna do? They um uh, like you know like it, it would be so you know arbitrary at that point to do it in the yeah. genre. I get other you know Facebook and their their whole political you know and how we're gonna separate everybody into their own echo chambers. But you're like no, I don't I don't I, I fucking hate echo chambers. Like I, I want everybody to hear everybody. The um I want everybody to have the the uh the, you know have the 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 microphone and everyone can can hear everyone's voices and be exposed to different things. Right. And, and, and you're right, because what they're doing is they're giving people a reason to stay there, but they're giving people a bad reason to stay there, in my opinion. Mm. Um, you know, by by only hearing your own opinion repeating over and over and over from other people. Yeah. Why? Why would you want to leave? <laughs> you know, but I think it's important that everybody shares their opinions and and does that in a way that is is not negative or not bad you know 
people can share opinions. They can have differing opinions. They can still have fun with one another. You know, everything doesn't have to be so polarizing in the world. Um, and, I, and I think that's part of the problem with, with a lot of um, the mainstream stuff is that they're pushing everybody to be polarized um, and, and to be forced into these, um, like you said, echo chambers, more specific containers. And then those, those containers become smaller and smaller and smaller until it's just you in it. Um, and that, that's, that's not beneficial, you know. <clears throat> and kind of sad and very sad. Very, very sad. In my opinion, it's actually dangerous, um, you know, because when your opinion is the only one that exists, you're going to push to impart that on other people. And where does that get us? You know, it doesn't get us anywhere good. And then also, too, is echo chambers, you know, in bold, you know, your your biases. They, um, uh, you know, they if you're constantly, you know, you know, had, you know, had, uh, you know, rainbows up your skirt every single day and everything else. And instead of saying somebody saying, no, that's not a rainbow. That's just a bunch of bullshit. Um, uh, you know, you're you're going to just you're going to believe your own Kool-Aid. You're going to drink your own Kool-Aid constantly. The uh, yeah. and for what the um, and also, too, is. It, it, and also, you you keep it fun. It's fun. It's you yeah. know we're just talking about fucking movies and art and shit. Like it's not it's not as serious. Like you know, and that's something I love that 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 Poltergeist OD does. Like and and you become his safe haven because he talks about it all the time. He's like, he's like, this is the only place I haven't been banned yet. They um, <laughs> it's the only place that they, they they let me in and let me be myself. Yeah, and it, it, it's a shame because I mean, I'm I'm happy. To be able to do that for people i love to be able to do that for people i think it's important i think it's a shame that it's come down to that um you know where where some guy just comes out of the woodwork and has to fucking build something because like all of these massive companies with so much money can't get their shit together and they're just hurting people um you know that's that's I, I'm here because I see what's going on. I want to make sure that people can just enjoy themselves and have a good time and connect, you know, because <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, everybody wants to be heard and understood and, and not necessarily feel alone in the world. So I think it's important to have a community like this where you've got other people you can be friends with who may understand you, you know, under, understand where you're coming from, what your interests are, and, and you can connect in those ways. You can connect about those things. Um, you know, those aren't the only things that, that we have. We're still people and, and we still have many, many varied interests and, and endeavors and, and just day-to-day things that we do. Um, you know, but horror is what brings us together. And it's, it's, it's the, the commonality that we all share. It's the thing that we all enjoy together without having to worry about, oh, no, I shared a picture of like, you know, some entrails and now I'm banned from a, 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 a website because they didn't realize that these are special effects and they're fake and they are in fact a still from an R-rated movie. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know what? And I, and I think that, that there's something powerful here. You know, and I could say this on a, on, a, on the podcast because I've said it a dozen times. Zach has said it. Other people have said it. Is that you know? I think something that we share. You know, uh, you, a Damon in in the in the app slasher, and then Zach and myself, um, and MHN, is that we see a problem with the with with our respective areas of turf. 
and mm -hmm. we don't necessarily want to rip down those systems. We want to build a better system. And what I mean by that is Zach and I see the 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 failures and the 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 trappings and the general decay of the Hollywood system and we have no problem with it existing let it exist it's fine but it but the thing is that that in order for things to evolve and move you need competition competition you need uh you need a a contradicting idea you need something else to come along and say hey maybe we can do it better the um uh, and and that's our vision for the company is to Essentially, we want to steal Disney's uh, business plan. We want to be the Disney of horror. The, uh, we want to st steal their business plan of movies, music, uh, television, merchandise, and then hopefully one day theme parks. Um, uh, you know, the and steal their business plan and give it to horror while also providing a place that the mainstream system, which has become its own, you know, you know exactly what it is. Um, uh, and I don't need to go into further detail of that, but. The um, and people that have been ostracized from that system or people that don't necessarily agree with that system. And they're like, you know what? I want to join these guys because they're going to do something different and something better. And then I and, and I truly believe that you you uh, share that same vision. But for the tech world, the um, uh, for the app world, for, you know, you share that vision of 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 knowing that there's something rotten in Stalingrad. And, and, you know, you're like, I want to get the fuck out of Stalingrad and I want to go build my own town over here. The, um, uh, and, you know, Stalingrad can burn to the fucking ground for all I care, but I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to build my own culture and my own thing. And then ulti you know, and that's ultimately something rather, rather, and I'll say this, you know, rather beautiful that we both share the, uh, this vision of how it could be better. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it really is, you know, that simple, honestly. Um, you know, it, it, it just comes down to that at the end of the day. Um, creating that space and saying, you know what, we want something better, we need something better, and then just getting out there and hauling ass and making it, you know. As Nike, um, as Nike would say, just do it. Sounds, but <laughs> that's the ultimate, you know, result. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, that's that's fantastic, Zach. Do you have any any other additional questions before we uh, uh, before we wrap it up to the question of the podcast? Nope. The um, uh, he's like, oh, we have we've covered everything we possibly can. The um, Damon, did you be? <laughs> I'm awesome. just not that smart. They uh, he is. Don't let him fool you. He's 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 a dog waiting waiting in wait, man. He's he's smarter than 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 anybody realizes. Don't you ever call me a dog again? The uh, rough anyway. Um, I, the um, so I have a question of the podcast. Um, so what is something from the horror community that you would love? to see them do the um something that hasn't really been tackled you know uh, yet that you're like you know what man i i'd like to see this happen in the next five years and in truest uh, uh nightmare podcast um tradition we always let the guests go first but they do have the option to pass although i not to put any any pressure on you but nobody has ever passed before um i the uh, so they, they've been able to just jump right in so um so damon so uh, what is something that you have not necessarily seen from the horror community that you would like to see them accomplish and do? Um, I think I'd like to see people dive a little deeper, um, take more risks, um, push further, break outside of the boundaries. So for example, 
Um, and I know that's a really vague statement, a bunch of statements, right? Um, <laughs> let's, let's take movies, for example, right? Um, there are so many remakes these days, and the reason for them is because they're safe, right? There's a brand attached to them. They're safe. Um, the only way we're going to get anywhere is for people to break outside of that safety net, um, to start creating things that haven't been done before, or at least do it in ways that haven't been done before. <clears throat> you know, make a spectacle that is new and unique and different. And I'm, look, I'm not by any means criticizing or complaining. Um, frankly, there's a bunch of remakes I liked. Um, and I think that there were some that were absolutely worth being remade, but at the same time, I do like to see people come up with new ideas. Um, sometimes the tropes are great. Um, sometimes it's, it's, it's time to forget about them, to ignore them, pretend they didn't exist and do your thing. You know, if, if, if somebody has an idea, think about it, like, see, think about how you can make your idea. Um, how you can give it life and how you can make it um, do what you want it to do, whether it's whether it's to scare the shit out of somebody or, or to fuck with somebody's mind um, or, or to do something that, that just takes somebody on an emotional roller coaster the whole way. Um, do it. Think about how to do it and do it your way. Don't worry about what other people are doing um, <clears throat> because that's, that's what sets people apart. <clears throat> that's what creates art that's worth watching and viewing and, and understanding and, and, and taking in. Um, <clears throat> I, I think that that's a really important thing is that people need to understand that you don't have to follow the template, you know, because it's, it's clear that there is, you know, just like, like rock music, you know, rock music, pop music, it all, it's all template based. Right. Um, and, and, it's 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 a pretty understood situation, but the the people that break outside of that, like you know, sort of paralleling the music industry, right? Like they're playing it incredibly safe right now. We're not going to see another Nirvana until they start to experiment. We're not going to see another another musical shift um, where we're getting an evolution. Um, we're going to keep getting the same thing over and over and over and over until somebody gives a chance to something different. Right. Um, and that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that I give a chance to something different because variety is incredibly important and necessary in order for us to evolve. Um, just even as people, but, um, I, I think we can do a lot. We can change a lot. And, we can find our own successes by doing our things um, in the ways that we believe in. And if there's that kind of conviction and that kind of drive to do something different, do it. Um, I mean, do it intelligently and do it, you know, in, in a way that, that is, is going to work for you. But the, the trick is to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to do the same things, to fall into the traps and to go, man, in order to make this movie, I have to do these things. You don't. It's a movie. You can literally do anything you want, literally anything you want. You don't have to do the same things. Um, and again, I, like I said, I'm not criticizing 
anybody that is doing these things, um, if you like them and you believe in them, that's awesome. They do work. But the people that are going to stand out are the ones doing things that are different. You know, look at um, look at Jordan Peele again. You know, he's doing things that are wildly different than, than we are used to. You know, it, it's not just a killer running around with a machete. It's, it's not just people running away from certain things like, the, you know, like a life or death type situation. It, it's, it's, it's going to different places and getting there in different ways, right? Yeah. So you may feel similar things, but it's, it's taking a different path to get there. Um, so just remember that you can literally do anything. There's, there's no rules, no limit. Um, make something yours. And, you know, I think that that can resonate with people, um, you know, because, again, look at look at Nirvana, look at um, Black Sabbath, look at the Beatles, you know, look at look at all these amazing bands that came out of nowhere. And they they made it big doing something different that they believed in. And you also and they, named bands that shaped culture, that well, changed that, culture. I mean, they, you know, those those are bands that that changed so much and everything and a couple actually and a few of those bands changed it a couple times they um uh they i um, mean you know you know i mean you got black sabbath that ushered in metal you have the beatles that 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 changed you know i mean elvis a little bit did a little bit of this but changed like teenage culture they yeah. um and then nirvana successfully killed um uh glam rock they um <laughs> so you know they um literally took it out back and 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 it gave it two two on the back of the head they um uh you know so i mean they, they interesting changed, choice of words mark they um, dude, it's it's pretty fucking true they um uh, the uh, <laughs> dude brett michaels is like that that fucking band destroyed my career and i'm like no you did that to yourself they um uh, the um uh, you know the uh, when you ran your fucking uh, ferrari into a tree and made a sex tape with Pamela and you became a parody of yourself. Um, I, the, um, but, uh, but nonetheless, the, um, but they changed culture. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I think that's important. Um, I think it's important for, for things to evolve because if we have the same thing over and over and over again, there's going to be a point where it just ends because we've seen the same things. We've done the same things and people have become exhausted. Um, so I, I, I love to see people push, um, I love to see people push boundaries to do their own thing that they believe in um, and and to do things their own ways, to do things differently, um, just to really push the, that creativity, you know, to, to dig deep yeah. and to, to find, like, you know, everybody has been scared by a killer in horror movies. Um, like, there, there's always, there's always the, the person that's, there's always the, the entity that's doing the scaring and then there's the one that's receiving the scare. Um, but how do we take that down a different road? You know, what's a different path to, you know, you could still have the scare and the scary, right. But what's a different way to get there um, to, to, to fuck with people's emotions and, and, and perspectives about what's scary. Um, so I, I think, taking a really deep dive into that sort of thing can be really, really exciting. Um, that's, that's the kind of stuff I look forward to is I like to see things that are really different. And I think, um, you know, there, there's a lot of, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but some of that's coming out of like, um, 
out, out of uh, Korea. You know, we, we started seeing a lot of those types of things that are just totally messing with people's heads by and, and doing it in a, in a unique, sometimes bizarre way. Um, like Parasite, for example. That was just brilliantly done. And it was strange and, and unsettling. And, and just, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it, it's, so, always, it's always the ones that, that, that change culture and change perspective. Uh, the Final Girls did that for me. Um, it was yeah. one, of, one of the first times where I, I, where I said that, that horror could have an emotional center. Have a, have a have an emotional gravitas that can actually pull at the heartstrings, um, and and get people to give a shit. They um uh, you know so I mean so uh, so long story short it, it, it's it's the horror community taking risks in, in order to change culture. The um uh, the uh, as a long story short type of deal. The um uh, so um so Zach um what is uh what is, is something that uh, that uh, that you would like to see? Uh. I guess more interactive horror experiences, like with the haunted houses and stuff. You're just, for the most part, you're just walking through a place, and you know no one's gonna touch you, fuck with you, or do anything like that. It's pretty simple. And when you know that the scare is kind of gone, at least for most of us normal horror fans, other people it's a different story. I want something where they can interact with me, and I can also interact with them. <laughs> that might they, like they, kind they, of a give and take thing here. Like I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I, just give me like a fake knife or something like that, and I got to survive like a bunch of psychopaths or something like that. Do a quick slash, you know, you kill one. Just something interactive. Or uh, this is kind of by my been my suggestion for some haunted houses. Like I want to see something where it's like you go in, you let the first group go in or whatever, and you you, you may hear shit or whatever, but. You wait a few seconds, and then the guy's holding you. You wait, you wait, and then the guy just tells you, run, why, run, why? And then maybe somebody comes out of back wielding a real chainsaw or something to add to the intensity, and you're like, fuck! Yeah, just a- something interactive, cool, that's fun. I, I, I want interactivity. Like I like immersion and interactivity. Those are the key things there. Immersion and interactivity. I think I think there needs to be more of a mix between escape rooms and haunted houses. Um, a lot more interactive with you know shit you can fuck with in the environment and that, that actually directly correlates with what's gonna happen next. You know you flip a you flip a switch. You know one door opens and another door closes. You know that that type of thing. The um, which is fucking awesome. I. I'm gonna expand upon that, and I think that 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 I think the horror community needs to get more involved in the, the theme park industry, and um you know and I and I remember this because there was a rumor floating around for a long time, and it really pisses me off that it never happened, was that Universal Studios was considering actually making a legitimate spooky island from Scooby Doo. The um, a, leg- a legitimate one that like people can like actually go to an island that would be modeled after the the spooky island from from Scooby Doo, which I'm a huge fan of that fucking movie. I think it's um, ridiculous fun. Um, but I think that there needs to be more of a all year round um, horror experience within the theme park industry. I don't know where that fits in. I have several ideas, but I think that there needs to be more of a all year round experience for those horror fans, not just outside of the, and I, and I think that um, I want, and just more of, I think this is a, a cultural thing that I want to see the horror community invest more in is that there is, there are 11 months in the year. 
um, I'm sorry, 12 months. We don't need to just be, you know, on for one month and then off for the other 11. You know, when it comes to everybody's all about October, all about Halloween, which I fucking love Halloween. It's awesome. But there needs to be more of a focus of handling the other 11 months of the year because it doesn't seem like that there is as much when it comes to, you know, in, involvement throughout the entire year. You know, it, it seems like so many people are just waiting for, you know, October to show up. And like, like then we go hard to the balls to the wall. And I'm like, I think maybe we need to spread this out a little bit more. I think we need to be a little bit more consistent across the board. And really, I mean, and of course, the cons are all year round and there are some holiday theme oriented things. But I think from a cultural perspective, I need I think we need to spread this out a little bit more and be involved in the rest of the 300 and, you know, 30 days of of the year and not just focus on that 30 day little mark, um, uh, you know, area. So that's something I would love to see from the horror community and really expanding outside of the one month and into the rest of the 11 months of the year. Um, uh, you know, but uh, definitely horror theme parks. I would be very, very interested in that. And that's how you do it. Um, so so awesome. Awesome. Damon. Thank you so much, man. Um, this is your opportunity to look directly into the camera, tell people all about your, you know, where they can find you, social medias, um, you know, all about where they can look up Slasher and all that great stuff. It is your moment, sir. You can take it away. Sure. So uh, people can primarily find us at www.slasher.tv. Um, they could also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and probably some other stuff at the slasher app um and uh the new website is coming very shortly it's coming this fall so be on the lookout for that follow us for updates um we're definitely gonna make this as 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 good as we possibly can um we're gonna add some really cool stuff to it um so yeah i'm super super excited for it very excited Dude, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, man. It is, it is always awesome. And we got it even deeper than we did before, a little bit more philosophical <laughs> this time around. So uh, we're very happy to have you. So um, so thank you so much, everybody, for checking out this episode of the Nightmares Podcast. You can watch this podcast wherever podcasts can be found um, on Anchor, Spotify, a couple other different ones. And, of course, you can watch us on YouTube. If you are watching any of your content on YouTube, if you'd be so awesome to stab that like button, smash that subscribe, and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content right here on mhn and of course you can find us on all the wonderful social medias here we go um you can find us on youtube uh facebook instagram tiktok and you can also find us on zach slasher Ladies and gentlemen, the app for all things horror. Go and check out that app. Um, and you can find us, like I said, on, on Midwest Horror Network um, uh, there. And you can also find us on MidwestHorrorNetwork.com. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on the Nightmares Podcast. Bye, guys. We're going to wide and we're going to wave. The, uh, bye. The, um, uh, so thank you so much. Okay. The, um, and then, Damon, real quick, I am actually going to 